find yourself thinking there must be another way? Well, there is. Welcome to the Business Revolution Podcast, where together with me, Andrea Morrison, we will explore how a simple understanding can be the other way that you seek, enabling you to experience greater levels of confidence, happiness, creativity, and resilience, allowing you to leave behind the self-doubt, stress, and struggle so that you can create a life and business that you really love. When I was in practice, I'd never heard of imposter syndrome, but I certainly didn't feel good enough. I often thought I was going to get found out and I always concerned myself with how others were doing. So I suppose by today's standards, I had quite a lot of imposter syndrome going on. In many ways, for me, it's one of those labels that bears a heavy burden, that once it is identified, then you feel like you've got to do something about it because it will continually get in your way, tripping you up. After all, it's a syndrome. It must be really serious and take some getting rid of. And of course, I didn't just have it when I was a barrister. It followed me wherever I went and whatever I did. I didn't feel like I was enough. It didn't matter what I was doing, whether it was professionally or at home as a parent. Someone else could be doing a better job than me. I would be found out for being the unprepared, flying by the seat of your pants fraud that I really was. What I didn't realise was that we all feel like this at some point. I didn't realise that I didn't feel like this all of the time. I just felt like it sometimes. And that was usually when my state of mind was low. And then it in itself is interesting. I don't know anyone who hasn't felt something like this. I've also asked this question to experienced coaches who I really admire and who are so well versed in this understanding. And they too feel like this from time to time. And I also remember talking to a judge who I was really quite scared of, and this was after I'd finished practice. And he also shared with me that he too felt like this, occasionally. We all do at some time or another, but we can't all be imposters, can we? (laughs) We're either imposters or we're not. And we can't be an imposter one day and then not the next. You know, because our qualifications and our experience won't have changed that quickly. It just doesn't make any sense. So what this suggests to me is that as humans, we have insecure, scary thinking from time to time. No more, no less. Now, if we all do it and we all can't be frauds and it comes and goes, then what does that suggest to us about the nature of our thinking? To me, it helps point towards the fact that it's unreliable, that it can't tell us anything about the reality of our capabilities or our skills. I really wish I'd known this 10 years ago when I sat in the early hours of the morning comparing my CV to my opponents, wondering why on earth I was doing the job when I was clearly not qualified to do it. 
And by the way, I would like to add that I actually was really qualified to do it. (laughs) Our thinking is unreliable. It comes and goes. We have a whole range of thoughts that run through our head in any given moment. I think I read somewhere somewhere that we have on average 50,000 thoughts per day, which is staggering when you think about it. And some of those thoughts will be enjoyable ones and some less so. But they are all thought. And in the words of Sid Banks, who I refer to a lot, thought is a divine tool. Nothing more, nothing less, only a tool. A wise person, like a good tradesman, uses this tool to the best of his or her ability. For me, it's up to me how I choose my thinking. I can choose to take notice of a thought about feeling like an imposter and create that experience of feeling like an imposter Or I can wave it on by and wait for another thought to create a whole new different experience. Because I know deep down I'm not an imposter. I know that I'm connected to a well of infinite intelligence as we all are. That I really do have everything I need. Now it took me a while to really accept this as a truth. And I don't always see it because I'm human. So I try not to get too hung up on it when I don't. But it's that feeling we get deep down that we know we are okay. And when we have seen it, this imposter thinking makes less and less sense. When we honestly believe as a truth that we aren't enough, that we don't have everything that we need, then what happens, in my experience, we tend to be drawn more to the thinking that creates that experience for us. So the imposter thinking makes sense to us. It marries up with our truth about ourselves, if you like. However, when I began to see that even that wasn't a truth, that in fact, that in itself was insecure thinking, that as a human, And as a fundamental universal truth, I had everything I needed because I was part of an innate intelligence that ran through every single living thing on the planet. Then the insecure imposter syndrome thinking that I was doing was nothing more than insecure thinking. That it simply made no sense to do it anymore because I could see with clarity that it couldn't tell me anything about the reality of my capabilities or my potential. Thank you for listening to the Business Revolution podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, please join us in my free community, The Business Revolution, over on Facebook, or visit my website at andreamorrison.co.uk. 